You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Thursday, September 15th. We're talking Pirates baseball today, as always, with our Pirates reporter, Adam Barry. Adam, thank you for the time. And, Adam, when we uh, last uh, conversed, the Pirates were coming off that uh, devastating loss at home to the Cardinals and uh, where Matt Carpenter hit the, the game-tying homer with uh, two outs in the ninth, and the Cardinals went on to win the game, I believe, uh, 9-6 or 9-7. But not, anyway, it was a loss for the Pirates. And at the time, Adam, the, the rallying cry in the clubhouse was, you know what? We're going to keep fighting. Uh, we're not dead yet. And to that end, they did win their next two games, and it seemed like there was some meaning behind those words. But lo and behold, kind of the bottom has fallen out once again as of uh, this discussion right now on this Thursday. The Bucks have dropped five of their last six heading into tonight's series finale against the Phillies. And I know that, you know, no coach or player or manager is ever going to come out and say, you know, yeah, stick a fork in us, we're done. But at the same time, Do you feel, do you get the sense that maybe guys are starting to accept their fate? There's six games out of the second wild card spot. And again, is it starting to sink in ever so gradually that this just may not be their year? Yeah, I think it started to sink in. And honestly, I think it's probably been sort of in the back of their minds, not further up, uh, you know, since maybe May or June when they realized that the NL Central was going to be kind of out of reach for them just with what the Cubs were doing and the way that they were playing uh, so inconsistently really from the get-go. So, I think it is starting to sort of set in that, uh, you know, the playoffs are pretty well out of reach at this point. They're still, uh, you know, below 500, which is no way to get into the playoffs. But, you know, I think they're going to keep fighting and keep uh, talking about trying to make it back in there until they're mathematically eliminated. Neil Huntington, uh, even as recently as two days ago, uh, said that they were still fighting for their playoff lives. Uh, You know, they haven't totally switched over and completely, you know, made out the lineup with rookies or prospects or anything like that. So they are still competing, you know, still trying to, you know, make their way into contention, you know, should another team collapse or, you know, Clint Hurdle was the manager of those 2007 Rockies who made a pretty ridiculous run into the postseason and eventually into the World Series. So I think, you know, they're still going to play it out, uh, you know, compete and uh, do everything the right way down the stretch. But I think it has sort of set in just given the way that, Things have gone lately. They've lost 13 of their last 16. They're not playing really consistent ball. They haven't all season, quite frankly. You know, they haven't put together uh, this kind of sustained run that it would take, uh, you know, sustained excellent run it would take to get into the postseason, given their standing now. I think really from an outsider's perspective right now, it's uh, probably more of a question whether or not they're going to get uh, to 500 or have a winning season than whether or not they're going to push for that wild card spot for the fourth straight season. Yeah, and like you said, uh, good point about Clint Hurdle. If anybody knows about crazy Septembers and uh, getting into the playoffs when hope, when all hope seemed lost, it would be him. Uh, he was the skipper of that uh, unbelievable 2007 Rockies team, which won, what was it, 23-25, I think, down the stretch to get into the wild card and eventually go all the way to the World Series. So if anybody knows, it's him. But like you said, the, the uh, deck is definitely stacked against the Pirates right now. And Adam, uh, to that end, it kind of seems like you know, these last few weeks uh, are going to serve as something of an audition for some of the younger guys in this rotation to earn a spot in the 2017 rotation. As you pointed out, it seems like the only locks right now 
for that starting five would be Garrett Cole, Jamison Tyone. After that, uh, three through five, it's uh, very much up for grabs and up in the air. And you look at some of the younger guys like Stephen Brault had kind of a mixed outing on Wednesday and the loss to the Phillies. We've also seen uh, Chad Cool for the majority of the season. Also a little bit from uh, Tyler Glass now. And you've got a guy like uh, Drew Hutchison in the mix. He came over from Toronto in the deal for Francisco Liriano. So kind of give me your thoughts on, on those uh, younger guys and perhaps uh, who, if anybody, might have an inside track to, to really grab a rotation spot in 2017 uh, beyond Cole and Tyone right now. Yeah, it's interesting because they've now completely overhauled their rotation um, you know, to the point where it's nobody who is in the opening day group uh, you know, is pitching for them right now out of the rotation. You're seeing several rookies, Jameson Tyone, Chad Cool, uh, Stephen Brault, who you mentioned, Trevor Williams, is going to make his first major league start on, uh, on Saturday. So that'll be pretty interesting to see. I think Cool has probably given himself maybe the best inside track at this point just because he's pitched the most. He's gained the most experience. He does a lot of things the Pirates like as far as putting the ball on the ground, uh, letting his defense go to work. And, uh, you know, they've unplugged him a little bit because he's shown some signs of fatigue, but he's getting back on the mound uh, tonight. Uh, if he can put together a pretty strong finish, I think we'll be talking about him as a, as a back of the rotation candidate heading into next season. Uh, I think Stephen Brault is probably in that mix as well. And Tyler Glasnow would probably have to put together a pretty strong spring just because, you know, he's had some struggles. He's had some injuries this year uh, at the major league level. So, uh, I think he'll factor into the mix at some point next year. I just don't know if it's right out of spring training. But then again, do you want to send him back for what would, at that point, be his third season in AAA? So a lot of questions they have to sort out this offseason. And, you know, another one of them involves what are they going to do, uh, you know, outside of the current club as far as adding to the rotation. This is a team that usually tries to, you know, take a gamble with a veteran starter. So are they going to, you know, try to tap into that market again in the offseason? So a lot of questions still to be decided, but I think it's a good time for the Pirates to at least, you know, see what they have in guys like Cool and Brault and uh, Drew Hutchison, who, you know, they acquired with an eye on him making the rotation in 2017 and, you know, for the next couple of years because he's uh, under, con, uh, you know, under club control. So a lot of questions to be answered, but in the meantime, I think it's just sort of a good evaluation period to see how they, you know, hold up in the in the majors and in some cases see how they hold up under the Pirates sort of system and philosophies and things like that. Now, I think a lot of Pirates fans listening right now are saying to themselves, uh, hey, guys, hello, you forgot Ivan Nova. And we did, but intentionally. And that's only right. because he's going to be a free agent uh, at season's end. So he is by no means a lock to even be on this team in 2017. Who knows uh, what his uh, his future holds. But, you know, he's been so good with the Pirates uh, since the trade with the Yankees uh, midseason. Mm -hmm. He's arguably been their best starter in the second half. Uh, Tyone might have an argument there. But uh, just a completely different pitcher coming over to the National League, still undefeated as a Pirate at 5-0, and the ERA around a 2.5. And, and would the Pirates entertain the notion of trying to lock this guy up? He's only 29, still very much in his prime years. We've seen what he can do. And especially considering you go back to last offseason, they pick up Jay Happ uh, middle of the year. He was tremendous down the stretch. And uh, they let him walk. He was a free agent. He signs with Toronto, signs back with Toronto, I should say. And uh, we see what he's done. He could be a 20-game winner. And I would think that they don't want to go down that same path with a guy like Ivan Nova, who, if they can get him on a reasonable deal, that could be a, a huge, huge addition to this 2017 rotation. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think maybe the worst thing that's happened uh, to the Pirates with Nova is that he's been so good. He may have priced 
uh, you know, his way out of their capabilities heading into the season. Clint Hurdle kind of mentioned that the other day. He said, you know, I, I don't want to surprise you guys, but the rest of the league is probably taking notice of about what he's done here. Uh, he's been outstanding. He's been very much like Jay Happ in the sense that he's, you know, really not really remade himself, but he's just refined himself into a much better, much more effective pitcher. And with changes that you could really see carrying over, you know, Nova has good stuff, but he's been able to throw strikes on a more uh, consistent basis than New York. He's getting ahead of guys and he's letting that sinker down in the zone and the curveball down in the zone really play. So, uh, you know, I think the changes are for real. I think he's going to get paid handsomely for it in the off season. And I think the pirates will certainly try to, to keep him in the rotation. I think they've seen some of the reaction to the, the J half deal being you know, pretty negative that they didn't, weren't able to keep him. Now, granted, is that J half deal going to look so good in the second and third years of the contract? It's hard to say. And the same could be true of Nova, although he is uh, a couple of years younger. So uh, definitely worth keeping an eye on. I think he will at the very least be a target for the pirates this off season. I just don't know how realistic it is that the Pirates can keep up with some of the other, you know, larger market clubs because this is not a great free agent class of pitching this offseason. So you could see some pretty big market teams, you know, with a lot of payroll flexibility uh, willing to spend on a pitcher like Nova, given the fact that durable, pretty young, and obviously coming off what is shaving up to be a pretty ridiculous second half. Yeah, it sure is, and that's a good point about the upcoming free agent uh, pitcher's market in 2017. It's nothing like it was uh, this past offseason with guys like David Price and Jordan Zimmerman and guys that, uh, you know, they were the ones that commanded the big money, and then you had the second-tier guys that kind of fell into line. But this right. year, no offense to Yvonne Nova, but he might be one of the higher-tier guys who's available and therefore eligible to make a, a lot more money than perhaps he might as opposed to other years. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, you know, a starting three of uh, Cole, Tyone, and Nova, you could do a lot worse. And we'll yeah. see what the Pirates do, certainly in the offseason, where Avon Nova is concerned. Uh, we've talked about Garrett Cole, Adam, and he made his return from the DL the other night. Uh, it wasn't great. Lasted just two innings. He was pounded for five runs. And as we've discussed, uh, we all know this guy, the ultimate competitor. He never wants to sit on the sidelines. He hates being hurt. Who doesn't, of course? But still, considering how poorly that uh, he was pitching before, and how much his elbow was barking, it, can you make an argument here that perhaps he rushed back a little too soon? Uh, no, just based on what uh, Cole has said and what the you know the training staff has said, what general manager Neil Huntington has said, that he was basically as good as he was going to get when he made that start. Uh, unfortunately, the Pirates realized after that that it, it just wasn't in the shape that Cole needed to be in to pitch the rest of the year, which is why they shut him down after that start uh, for the rest of the season. So, I think it was kind of just a test run, basically. Like, they, they rested it. They rehabbed it long enough to get him into the best shape that he was going to be in uh, before the season ended. And Cole is, you know, competitive as he is. He wanted to get out there. The Pirates wanted to send him in the off season on a healthy note, if possible, just knowing that he, you know, his last start was a healthy one and he felt good and maybe he rediscovered some things that uh, would have worked, uh, you know, heading into next season. But, uh, the, the soreness was still there in the elbow, the inflammation. And after that, the Pirates realized the best thing to do was just shut him down. Don't try to, you know, give him back up for what could ultimately be a meaningless start in the standings down the stretch. So I've gotten a lot of questions about that. Why did they bother, you know, sending him out to the, to the mound if they knew they, uh, you know, shutting him down was a possibility. And I think it's, you know, as much for his, uh, you know, psyche as it is, as it was for anything, not only the, you know, the impact that he would have had on the team 
you know, if he was back and healthy and able to pitch normally, but it would have been good for Cole to, to experience that. So now he's got to go into what could be a little bit of an uncertain off season. You know, he's going to have to rest for quite a bit of time to get his elbow uh, fully healthy. And then after that, he can, uh, their hope is resume a normal off season throwing program and workout routine that'll have him ready to go and Lord willing injury free next season. Yeah, that's that's a big uh, big asterisk there. If he can, uh, you know, get back to his normal routine and do so uh, completely pain free, that would benefit uh, Cole and the Pirates greatly. As it's been a very disjointed up and down 2016 for the Pirates ace, and if he can get back to his normal self, uh, all the better for the Pirates and for Garrett Cole uh, this uh, next season for sure. Adam, to uh, wrap things up here briefly, the Pirates have sorely missed uh, Starling Marte. He's now missed uh, nine straight games. But he could return soon. What's his status? Yeah, he's been dealing with some lower back spasms, uh, more severe than at any point of his career, according to head athletic trainer Todd Tomzik. Uh, the hope is that he can go through a full workout today at Citizen Bank Park and then be back in the lineup uh, as soon as tomorrow, Friday night, in Cincinnati. Like you said, they've definitely missed him. They've been kind of trotting out a couple of different guys in the outfield, Adam Frazier, Matt Joyce, moving around Gregory Polanco. And they've really missed his bat uh, in the lineup as they've struggled through this rough stretch where they've lost 13 and 16. So the hope is to get him back. It's not something where they're worried about shutting him down for the rest of the season. But, uh, you know, it's certainly a very serious injury that they're going to monitor uh, just because of how hard he plays. And obviously a back injury is kind of a, a tricky subject. So could see him back as soon as Friday, uh, but they're going to be they're going to be careful with it. Good stuff, as always, from Adam Barry, our Pirates reporter, joining us here on this Thursday. Adam, thank you so much, and we'll do it again at this time next week once again. In the meantime, Matt Waymeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Pittsburgh Pirates. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.